All right, start again. Do I have to start again? Yes. Okay. Welcome to the No It Here Though podcast, the only official podcast of the Dumpstat Adventures website with my co-host, Chris. Yay, you did it. <laughs> I did do it. I'm very <laughs> proud of myself. Uh, the bestest and onlyest co-host of the No It Here the podcast. Chris, how you doing? <laughs> I thought you were going to say yourself. <laughs> well, you're co-host. I'm host. Oh. <laughs> Wait. Huh? All right. Anyways. You co-my host. Oh, boy. And I host your co <laughs> Yes, you got five hours of sleep last night as we have. I did get five hours of sleep, and I've only had one cup of coffee, so wow. things are going well. Yeah, that this should be interesting. Ah, it'll, it'll be. If I stop making sense, then you know everything's fine. There's so many places to go with that comment, I'll just leave it alone. Yeah, so today we're going to be talking about Chris's favorite topic, pets. Pets suck. Except mine. I like my pets. Pets in real life are great. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, and also the new information about the Unearthed Arcana Artificer. It returns, and it has stuff going on with it. We'll go ahead and go through the Artificer um, fully. We're, I printed it all out on uh, dead trees. so I'm just looking at it on split screen. So, <laughs> eh, Well, whatever. Uh, there isn't much to say about the base Artificer. Uh, pretty much everything stays the same. You know, uh, your highest ability score should be intelligence, followed mm-hmm. by constitution and dexterity. It's pretty much just a copy-paste. Yep. Uh, you got a D8 for your health. Yep. Uh, your proficiencies don't change. Your saving throws don't change. Your starting equipment doesn't change. Yep. Uh, your magic all stays the same. Magical tinkering, firearm proficiency, blah, 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 spellcasting. Cool, this will be intelligence. <laughs> the only thing that they've really updated for this is... Um, uh, you get a couple of new subclasses, there's a couple of new arcane infusion type things that you can do, and then also they added a couple of new spells. Yeah, it's, they, they all of a sudden remembered that, hey, we wrote that Xanthar's book, let's let's use it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so they, they add in an extra little, small little paragraph that just says, these spells are from the player's handbook. If a spell's name is followed by an asterisk, the spell is instead from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. I See, this is what kills me about wizards. Is it feels like they just half ass some stuff. Well, no, I, I think it's, it's like more. They, well, no, no they they you work are, off the assumption that you have the core books, and they don't assume that you have the supplements when they're creating these things. Whatever, it you uh, you know two things. One, I went back and listened to some of the old podcasts because I we first off I realized that <laughs> all I do is complain. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm I'm definitely the grumpy old man. So, yeah, I still think we should change the podcast to the grumpy old man, bitches to the millennial, but we won't. Uh, second, I've also realized, listening to some of the other ones, that you are the Watsy defender. I, that is your role. I mean, am I defending stuff if the things are, like, it makes are. sense why they do certain things? Yeah, but am I just, like, I feel like I, I talk shit about Watsy occasionally. Not so much that they wouldn't hire me for a job. <laughs> I think they've sent assassins out to kill me. I just, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why and how they do some things. It just doesn't feel like they give it, they think things through. Because when they're designing new classes, they look at the core books, not what the supplements are. Fine. This, this is this scenario. Thing. Like, like you can also think of like Adventurers League where it's PHB plus one supplement book. And that's fine. So for for the sake of this argument, I'll give you that, even though I think you're full of shit. Well, it's it's to uh, I believe it is an attempt to uh, keep off of power creep. You know, Xanathar's has like a little bit like, ooh, these classes mm-hmm. might be a little stronger. They might, you know, they're 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 trying right. to be as close to the player's handbook. Now, if all they did was like, ooh, let's just look at what we did Xanathar's and make new subclasses off of that, well, then the power creep is going to start happening just slowly. And then the more times that they create supplements and things like that, the more times they include spells from other spell lists, like, you know, things are going to start increasing on it. And it's, yeah, that's you know. called every homebrew known to mankind. I'm, I'm, I'm just but saying it's, it, it is their attempt to stop power creep. I got that. So in this specific scenario, I guess I'll give you that one. Well, actually, I don't know why they right. didn't if, include Xanathar spells in this. If that's that's the logic, then why add it on a second version? Because now they're just like, hey, we what have if this- they re-release the Artificer, but they didn't change anything? They just added in Xanathar spells. That, yeah, because that, that's almost what it felt like. See, but the, the overall basis, it's just like some of the stuff they're rushing to get out. 
I don't know. It just doesn't feel like I mean, uh, they haven't talk- released a UA since like February. And stop knocking the table. So they how many will- times I have to fix that and post? Don't care. That's that's what being the other co-host does. I'm the one that does. Yeah, you're the one that slams the table, and then I have to edit around it. Yeah, I'm the smart one, and I do most of the. I carry you for the actual yeah. podcast. All the popping noises you keep making with your mouth. Yeah, I also have to stop that. Yeah, and also the <laughs> noises. You really get into those peas. You're just like. Mm. <laughs> You're, you're, I know, fuck up all your audio. Yeah, great. I know that you're just deflecting. It, it doesn't seem, no, I know there's not a, a lot of, you know, it's not like they're a huge organization with thousands and thousands of people. No, no, they're, I, I think of the designers, I think there's only a couple of dozen. Yeah. But they need to spend a little more money on what I'll call infrastructure. The marketing department doesn't really seem to know what the fuck they're doing. We talked about this on the last podcast on, why wait so i make extra noise and you're typing now whatever you can't hear the typing you know why release well probably because they're owned by wizards of the coast and hasbro all their marketing goes through those like they just send it on to those marketing teams and those marketing teams work with a bunch of different products and so you know it they might not be as experienced with dungeons and dragons but why hire a second you know a you know a marketing team for each division when you know one big one will work I get that. That's how it works in big companies. Explain to me how editors don't know how to spell words then. I don't know. What you're, <laughs> wait, what are Like, if you read some of the books, how often... I mean, there's always going to no, be No, there is not. Yeah, there's always going to be misspellings. Uh, really? Yeah. Would you like to talk to your wife about this? What'd she do? I don't know what she has to do with this. She writes books and writes the manuals and does a lot of the edits. She's yeah, there's still editor. always going to be misspellings. And she fixes them. That's what's still going to be. I, I think by assuming that everything's going to be perfect in a book, you're you're like not saying everything should be high. perfect, but it's a common pattern. Now I will say, here, here we go. Let's go to Saltmarsh. <laughs> there was a spot where I'm pretty sure they meant to say entries, and instead they said entires, which is uncastrated male horses, <laughs> which I tweeted about. Uh, that's great. Anyways, all right, we'll get off the subject. I mean, uh, it's I don't know. Yes, it would be lovely if there were no misspellings. So, or to, poor grammar, or to things use, like that. To use, but I think that's kind of calling the kettle black when we, you know, we're oh, fuck. We can't pronounce half the words, and yeah, we. It's our so grammar is great, and I can never decide on the tense when I'm writing. So. Yeah, no, I yeah, I got yelled at that a lot. Yes, it would be lovely if they, you know, never had any issues in their prints. To use your earlier statement, it feels like. Yeah, let's call it Hasbro because they are the parent company. Okay. That the CEO never really wants to talk about D and D. He yeah. wants to talk about magic whenever he's doing interviews. Sorry, that's yeah. A, no, I agree. That's just a side note. I agree. It's that's their because that's their core moneymaker. Hasbro, I think, then treats D and D as the redheaded stepchild of their conglomerate for life of their umbrella. Mm. I bet you they don't give as much love to it. Oh, I, I mean, compared to magic, magic, I'm sure not fuck yeah. But I mean, I I, th- I think that we're we're getting a little off topic away think? from okay. the artificer, artificer. <laughs> <laughs> which is like the redheaded stepchild, and you know D and D looks at the artificer the same way Hasbro looks at D and D. Is that what you're trying to say? Pretty much. Okay. So yeah, I like the new spells. They make sense that they've uh, added in. I think. Okay. Uh, they well, they finally okay. So cantrip, create bonfire, frostbite, magic stone, thunderclap. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Nope. First level, they get absorb elements, catapult, fairy fire, feather fall. Uh, wait, yeah. is feather fall new? No. Oh, okay. I don't wait. know why I marked it. Yeah, it is. Okay. It is. So, feather fall, fairy fire is also new, and no. snare is fairy... from nope. Santa You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So, fairy fire and feather fall are the two from the player's handbook. Those are the two new ones that they put on there. They also get snare, catapult, and absorb elements from uh, Santa Thurs. Now, they do lose a spell. Do you know oh. what it is? No. Shield of Fate. Yeah, okay. That which made, I don't care about them losing. That didn't make much sense. It doesn't really fit. Anyways. I mean, they've got Cure Wounds and it still bugs me, but whatever. <laughs> Second level, they get Pyrotechnics and Skyrite, both from Xanathars. Mm-hmm. Nothing crazy. Nope. Third level, Catnap, Flame Arrows, Tiny Servant. Catnap always feels weird to me. I uh, what is Catnap? Uh, you spend thing. 10 minutes to get the benefits of a short rest. Oh, nice. I guess. Like, basically, you fall unconscious for 10 minutes. <laughs> Fantastic. What's the base class for it? Uh, I think that's Ranger. Oh, then I hate it. Or Druid. One of those. Uh-huh. Oh, it's probably Druid, because Ranger gets 
druid spells. That's it's dumb then. Okay. Uh, and then fourth level, they only get elemental bane and vitrolic, vitrolic sphere. I guess I don't know. Uh, and then fifth level, they get skill empowerment and transmute rock, both from xanathars. So I feel like a couple of these spells go play into the new uh, specialist role. Okay. They kind of fit with that. And looking at some of these, I I wonder if they... There's a couple more offensive spells, you know? Which is nice. And I think that, you know... I but think I'm that's still good. just going to go turret. <laughs> you know, shit, right? I love the turret. And I like that. I wonder if there was feedback saying, uh, they're really weak at first level. What, like, all characters well, are. Well, I mean, they're, they're first level stuff. I mean, uh, the only thing that's really offensive is uh, catapult, where you just mm-hmm. launch o- objects. But, I mean... Otherwise, it's just support things. You can use create bonfire. Yeah, I mean that's a cantrip though. Frostbite uh, cantrip also. Yeah, yeah, that's still cantrip. Um, so yeah, like the- they get more cantrips to cast. Cool. Yeah. yeah, but like they needed more cantrips. You always need more cantrips. They might um, have like the most cantrips. Bam abilities. Wizard. So yeah, I mean it's I, I like I like the additions. Uh, I think for the most part they fit with the class. Ooh, I know we can go back to talking about cure cure wounds. Yeah, well, uh, let's just ignore the divine magic, whatever. Yeah, it's all. It's every time we talk about you know cure wounds, and I stopped doing it in our sessions at least. But I noticed I was always saying cure light wounds, and the people that have only played five e would look at me like, "What? <laughs> just cure my light wounds? <laughs> yes. Leave the heavy because ones. there was cure light scar. wounds and cure serious wounds." Yeah. So. Eh, here's a band-aid verse. You need to go to the fucking hospital. <laughs> I always knew what you meant because I listened to a Pathfinder podcast okay. and they and they say uh, light wounds all the time and it's just like, nah. Yeah. He's thanks. stupid. <laughs> thanks. So, spells, do you have any major opinions on them? Uh, I'm glad they lost Shield of Faith. I think they could have lost Cure Wounds and I would have been happier. Um, Featherfall, I'm surprised they didn't have before. Uh, Fairy Fire, uh, seems a little weird, but whatever. I don't care. Um, yeah, uh, otherwise, yeah, it's fine. Actually, I just looked up vitroliac sphere because I didn't know what it is. Basically, it's just a glob of acid and you just chuck it at someone. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you throw a one foot diameter ball of emerald acid and explodes in a 20 foot radius sphere. Each creature in that area must make a deck save. On a failed save, a creature takes 10d4 acid damage and another 5d4 acid damage at the end of its next turn. Uh, this brings up a good question. And I just, just said that. Chucking acid around. Yeah. That brings up a good question, because I'm running through in my brain thinking about it. Is there any class that you don't have the potential to have spells? Now, rogues don't have spells, but you can take Arcane Trickster. So is there any class? I mean, Fighter Uh, has Eldritch Knight. Yeah. um, I'm trying to run through it, and I... Barbarians? Xanathars gives uh, them limited spells. But, I mean, Barbarians can't cast spells when they're raging. So that might be your best least spell focused class that seems weird yeah why do um, they give everybody spells if you're a, magic, a magical world yeah but if you're like and i said magic user but if you're a wizard yeah i mean i'd be like fuck you man i'm a wizard i should get i know i got i know i got more spells get, i know i got yeah. more powerful spells but yes uh it looks mostly like it's just going to be barbarian that doesn't get uh hmm. well they get certain spells depending on what you're doing okay so i can for, for this for an artifact i was about to say the sorcerer doesn't get spells <laughs> i see it i it fi- i think spells fit perfectly with the artificer okay. i just it was kind of a random thought that went through my head because i was like hmm. rogue uh, i don't think rogues or rangers should get have even close to the option for spells maybe hmm. rogues because you can play a little bit of the illusion old illusionist kind of idea into it yeah but the Eldritch Knight should not exist. Uh, people love it. I think most people say avoid the Eldritch Knight and just uh, jump into Wizard for a couple of levels. Yeah, I know people that play it and they think it's great. I mean, hey, I was a boring fighter and now I can do magic. Like, of course it's great. Yeah, it's... it's I can hit things and I can cast things. Yeah, see, that's stupid to me. Anyways, Artificer, good spells. I mean, it's great having Misty Step where you can just jump around the place. Yeah, that's just dumb. I enjoyed it. All right, so let's keep going down. Two sessions. (laughs) Yeah. All right, uh, so uh, we jump over to their main abilities. Nothing changes that I saw uh, for the Artificer. They still get um, Arcane Armament, which means you can make uh, Mm -hmm. a second attack. When you take the attack action, so long as you have a magic weapon, which I... Sure, whatever. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I guess it's because they're not that, sh- like, it's supposed to be, like, that competent in combat. Yeah, I uh, guess. No, I, I don't know. Uh, you And again, they, at 20th level, they get to attune up to six magic items. Like, and, and it's just, like, a sudden jump, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Alchemist largely, uh, well, completely stays the same, just copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alchemical homunculus still, it's weird little construct nature. I love it. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Uh, so our newest, our, our first new subclass is the Archivist. Uh, do you want to tell me what you think about the Archivist? Stupid. <laughs> I don't like it. Yeah, uh. It's boring. It's uh, boring. You're an adventurer that also happens to be a librarian. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, oh god, there was there's a horrible TV show like that, right? There's the, the librarians. That's yeah. the name of the show. They <laughs> were like movies. Noah, they were like, Noah Wiley's amazing. We're gonna make a class out of him. No, no class, subclass. That's yeah. uh, dumb. Yeah, uh, third level, you become proficient with calligraphers and uh, <laughs> calligrapher supplies and forgery kit. Assuming you don't already have them, like <laughs> you can write fancy. <laughs> well. First off, yes, I'm going to go archivist, even though I don't know how to use writing utensils. <laughs> like, I don't have proficiency in calligraphers, but yeah, I'm going to go art. Like, that's just kind of like min-mech, whatever. Yeah, I like you it. You can ignore me. I like um, it. What the, <laughs> actually, dumb. what they should do is, dumb. to qualify for the subclass, you have to take this tool proficiency. You have to take at least one of the tool proficiencies to go into that subclass. Mm, I would have preferred that. That would have been fun. I expect a... Uh... Calligraphers kit two class making it better post next Monday. Uh, well, no, no. I all right. So this is the idea. When you create your artificer, automatically you're looking as to what they're going to do in the future. You could see, oh, I'm already going to get these tools at third level. I'll just get another tool. You know, fuck it. I don't give a shit. But so what? And what so is, a calligraphers tool means nothing. You would never take it before. Never. According to Xanathar's, no, you can read. Never take it. No, no. So. I don't care if you would never take it, but still, I get your this point. This just stops people from just being like, "Yeah, my my real passion is calligraphy, but I never <laughs> learned how to use the tools. I uh, oh. I learned how to do smithing." <laughs> it's like, uh. but this way, this way, like you start out with the tool already, and you have to have that tool. So you can't just be like, "Yeah, I'm changing my mind. I'm no longer a calligrapher. I'm a I'm a motherfucker uh, alchemist for some reason." So l- ask me, riddle me this, Batman. Okay. Why would you do that? Why? Why do you want to write calligraphy? Uh, for the archivist. What does it give him? It allows him... It's it's basically what powers his ability to draw magical sigils. Great. No, I, wasn't I impressed. feel like we're talking about the different things here. I wasn't... The, the sigils were great. I like... And I like the concept of sigils. I put them in... What was it? The... They're in the Winchester class that's on the website. Oh, yeah. Class. Yeah, all it's, those. It's cool, but I feel like they they could have done more with it. Yeah, I, well, okay. I guess we're moving on from the proficiencies because you didn't get what I was talking about. Nope. Um, the next thing, if you craft a magic item in the scroll category, it takes you a quarter of the normal time, and it costs you half as much as the usual gold. Cool. Which is something we'll talk about later, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, going on to their spells... Uh, they get, at third level, comprehend languages, dissonant whispers. Fifth, detect thoughts, locate object. Ninth, hypnotic pattern, tongues. Thirteenth, locate creature, phantasmal killer. Seventeenth, legend lore, modify memory. I wanted more of those cleric spells um, that feel like... Here, I'm okay with giving them cleric spells that have that uh, type of, like, your writing sigils and mm-hmm. wards, like, uh, warding glyphs and things of that nature. Which I don't think they normally get, so that would have been fun. It feels very druid rangery based on Oh, they on do get list warding, never mind. Yeah. The, looking, looking at the spells, it, it feels real ranger-ish. And I don't know. I haven't... Mm. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just because of Locate Creature, which is what I just went straight... Looked straight at. But they, they're good. They're not great. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I do like when you get to the artificial mind. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you get a... You have a tiny piece of scrap metal or paper or plant and you draw some some sigils onto it and then it becomes alive it's alive but it can't do anything right uh, crazy uh like it, it well it can do stuff it just can't walk around basically though while the item that you drew your pretty little sigils on 
is on your person, you can cause the mind to manifest as a tiny spectral presence. So it's basically like a little fine familiar thing. It is intangible and invulnerable. Hmm. Uh, and you can have it go off as a bonus action to hover around uh, creatures you don't like. It can move through creatures but not objects. It uh, has a little bit of light coming off of it. I feel like if I'm going to do it with a crossbow and this little light is just like circling around me, I'm going to try and shoot it. And then I'm just wasting my crossbow bolts trying to shoot it. And then you can cast your spells through it. So it's like a better find familiar because it yeah. doesn't take damage. It doesn't do much, though. No, no. You you can cast artificer spells on your turn through it. Uh, you can, well, which you can do a number of times per day equal to your intelligence modifier. Mm-hmm. So up to five times you can uh, do it per day casting spells as if you were in its spot, which is pretty handy. So it's not quite as good as Find Familiar, because Find Familiar delivers all touch-based spells as a reaction unlimited times per day, but right. this one you can do any spell, as if you're sitting there. Yeah, so that's cool. You could just send it, you could be 120 feet away from the enemy spellcaster, you could just send it forward, and then uh, you can have it like cast all your 60-foot range spells at it, and then you're safely out of reach. Mm-hmm. Except for fireballs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can also, this is basically just like another little cantrip you can do, you can have it... Uh, explode with a uh, magical overload of thoughts on one creature you or the mind can see that is within five feet of the mind channeling a jumble of information from the artificial mind and they have to make an intelligent saving throw which is pretty rare so that's that's really good yeah for them. no that is uh and they take psychic damage uh, i wish this was more old school D where you know like Oh, if you don't make your save in one to three rounds or you know you don't you don't use detect or remove curse and one to three rounds the player dies i wish this was it like if you're if the player if the creature makes it fails its intelligence save it head explodes like scanners <laughs> uh psychic scream does that that's i know but i wish ninth level spells fucking awesome you kill someone with that their head explodes their head explodes it, i mean you can play for that i don't care put scanners in the uh, show now notes. it does 1d8 psychic damage which is a little low Meh. Um, but the next attack roll against it before the end of your next turn has advantage. So that's really good. That's that's nice. I mean, Firebolt is was that one d ten, I think. So for about an average drop in one point of damage, and you're doing a rare damage type, mm-hmm. and you get an added bonus onto it, like yeah, and it's intelligence yeah. saving throw. So and it's, it's unlimited. So sign me up. Yeah, I'm good with that. And then you get like a little baby's first smite. Where, actually, I guess it is a regular smite, actually. Uh, whenever you deal damage with this feature, you can expend a spell slot to deal extra damage to the target. So if you expend a first level spell slot, you do 2d8 psychic damage plus the 1d8. Okay. Regular damage. And then for each spell slot, bleh, for each spell level higher, you get to throw another d8. So it's, and there's no cap on it, unlike uh, the paladin. So you can, you just have better psychic smite. And this can be up to 300 feet away from you. So you're just. Yeah, that's the part that I was just like, what? Yeah. Uh, and it's, and it, and it does specify whenever you deal damage. So you can, I mean, it is basically just smite, but psychic, and you get to do it from 300 feet away. It is, you know, going through it, it is, they, psionics, I think, they were a pain in the ass back in the day. I have to say at least once every podcast. But. I don't understand why they haven't made it a class yet. I think that would be a cool, the next unearthed arcana class. So they try and give a lot of things those mental abilities. I like it. I just think the class, the, the subclass in and of itself is, eh? Yeah. I mean, it's good. good. Sorry. Well, when Divine Smite maxes out at 5d8. So that's a, uh, wow. So that's 2d8, 3d8, 4d8, 5d8. So that's a fifth level spell slot. Plus you get, um, that's cool. It has a maximum uh, for the Divine Smite. This one doesn't. So eventually, like if you multi-class, you get Smites, Psychic Smites. Yeah. Uh, you could get that all the way up to ninth level, which would be, what is that, 10d8, which is 10d8 plus the, plus if you're that level, then you have an extra 48 because you'd be 17th. Oh, no, it's 17th level in this class. So if you just do the base, and that'd be 11d8. Okay. With a ninth level spell. And it's just, ooh. That seems a little overpowered. Uh, it just seems weird to me that you're just psychic smiting people. But there's nothing else going to be there. It is, since psychic damage is good damage, 
Yep. You're just you're kind of wandering around going, hmm, barbarians, yeah. where are you? Yeah, and I just noticed this. Uh, when you reach 5th level, 2d8, 11th level, 3d8, 17th mm-hmm. level, 4d8 in this class. Right. So it's a it's a bit different from cantrips. Mm-hmm. Where cantrips are your total level, this one is this class level only. So that's that does kind of help uh, the, the filthy min-maxers from uh, getting their grubby paws all over. <laughs> yes. Because psychic damage, nice. All right. Uh, up next... We have Mind Network at 6th level. Or wait, were you still talking about nope. stuff? Okay. You just oh, wanted Psionics, right? Yeah. No. I, 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 this, this is like baby's first Psionics. Yeah. So basically, while you have your artificial mind with you, you can communicate telepathically with anyone carrying an item bearing one of your artificer infusions. So if you're a team player and you built some, ardor, some armor for the fighter that has mm-hmm. plus one bonus to it, you can talk with them whenever you want. Which is probably not what that person signed up for. Yeah. It's like, why are you in my mind? Yes. I really like your armor, but please, please leave me alone. (laughs) You know, is it just me or... And cross-planar boundaries. Yeah. So it's just wherever you are, I can hear you. There's a little bunny outside your window. Oh, it is a bunny. Yeah. They live under my deck. That's bizarre. It's a tiny little bunny. So, as I've been thinking about... Ooh, and you get to add uh, your intelligence modifier to your psychic damage. Is the artificial mind the you know your little glowy thing? Yeah, it's is that is that more of a dumbed down version of I can't remember what they're called in Halo, or is it Guilty from, Spark three four three? Yeah, or is it is it the from Anthem? And I can't remember what they're called. They ever played Anthem? Um, Maybe it's more like the uh, that stupid little spite that follows Link around. It could be. Hey, <laughs> but it's. Hey! <laughs> I, I think it's more like Anthem, which is great. Uh, it's it's one of those. What about Destiny? Did you ever play Destiny? Didn't they have an annoying little thing that followed you around? Yeah, that's even better. Yeah, and Destiny's even better. I did it. There you go. Yeah, Anthem's good, but no, Destiny Destiny's a really good call on that. So yeah, it it's it's kind of like that. Except this one, you can send 300 feet away from you. It gives off a faint dim light, uh, 10 feet around it, and it deals psychic damage, which is awesome. Yeah, so it's basically the sprite from uh, Link. It is. Hey, <laughs> make it talk. Just homebrew it just a smidge. Yeah, uh, and also with my network at six level, you can add your intelligence modifier. Uh, to your psychic damage rolls. So that's kind of nice. You're uh, probably at 6th level, you have plus 5. So, you know, 48, or sorry, 2d8 at 6th level, plus 5 psychic damage, and then you get to expend some spell slots to deal a little bit more damage. Okay. Uh, next, their last little thing that they get for being a, an archivist is at 14th level, you can expend a spell slot to increase the damage of information overload. Mind overload. Uh, no, it's information. Yeah, the mind overload option. Uh, it increases the damage uh, or whenever you expend a spell slot to mm-hmm. do your little psychic smite. Sorry, being a little confusing there. Uh, you can then stun them until the end of your next turn if they f- uh, if they fail on their second intelligence saving throw against your spell save DC. So basically, whenever you do it is whenever you have your little mind go over there to, to fuck them up in the head, they uh, they have to make an intelligence saving throw on a fail, they take damage. And that's when you decide, hey, I'm also going to like psychic smite them yeah, to gonna... death. And then they get to make another intelligence saving throw, and if they fail that one, then they are stunned until the end of your next turn. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, and that's just whenever. Mm-hmm. Whenever you do your psychic smite. So, that's, that's cool. Uh, and it's only until the end of your next turn, so that's not... Too bad. What about infoportation? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I wrote down anywhere. So basically what this means, as an action, while your artificial mind is on your person, you can cause the mind to turn you into pure information, teleporting you to the unoccupied space nearest to the spectral mind, or to an item bearing one of your artificer infusions. Uh, I would remind you about the mini pockets thing. I was just about to say that 100 miles. So you'd be like... Fuck this, I'm yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Or you can just be like, you know what? Uh, I, I can see a, a, a situation where you're like, yeah, I would like to put this into the bank vault. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, like a couple weeks later, it's like, all right. Well, guys, uh, I'm going to go rob me a bank. I'm going to need someone to help get me out, but I can get in. <laughs> yeah. Just me, though. Just me. Oh, yeah. I'm just kind of thinking, like, you know, you're going through a battle and it's done. You're just like, you know, you've left one at the tavern in your room. You're like, Fuck, I need a drink after that. <laughs> yeah, and it's for free. 
I know. The first time. And then after that, you had to that's, cast a second level spell. And that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so I'm just like, you could just, you know, we talked about that before. You just leave these 100 miles apart. You're like, fuck you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> you yeah. just pop yourself all the way, like 600 miles away because you've just left them there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you could wherever you have one. So that's kind of fun. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it it's a little... uh it's portation. God, what a stupid name. Um, <laughs> it, they watched The Matrix before they did this. Like, oh, you're okay. going to turn into energy and nah. you get those weird little bits. It has a, a little bit of limits, but I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, especially if you have like the little pockets thing where you can just, you know, tell your manservant in your huge castle to, you know, every day just, you know, throw a couple of coins or like you like write your, uh, your little manservant some notes like, make sure you tend to the flowers today and things like that. And then he just checks your pockets every day. So all I'm thinking is that. Every rogue on the planet is like, fuck, I want that ability. <laughs> I hate you guys, I'm leaving. I'm going into the bank fault. I feel like going home. I you know, just Yeah. Alright. Uh so the one after this one is the artillerist, uh which we already covered. Yep. Nothing changed for them. Nope. Uh they're still the ones that I want to play the most. Turrets. Yeah. They get a turret like awesome. Battlesmith. Yes, uh Battlesmith, uh Tools of the trade, leather worker, smith's tools, if you don't already have them, blah, yep. blah, blah, you gain whatever. I already complained about that. It's fine. Spells. Uh, I put nice next to them. I was actually, uh, I really like these smells. Smells. <laughs> smells. Uh, I really like these spells. Uh, third level, you get heroism and searing smites. So I mean, they're leaning into the paladin. Yep, a lot. Except you're not a mind paladin. Now you're a battlesmith, which is the name of this one. I don't remember if we said that. Yeah, we did. Okay, good. Fifth level, you get Branding Smite, Warding Bond. Ninth level, Aura of Vitality, Blinding Smite. Thirteenth Smites. Aura of Purity, Staggering Smite. Seventeenth, Banishing Smite, Mass Cure Wounds. So yeah, you are basically just... You get a lot of Paladin spells, which is nice. Yep. Um, not enough people get those Smites. Which, I mean, makes the, being a Paladin nice. Because you yeah. get all those Smites. But Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so spell- that's at third level. And then at third level your combat training and your experiments with magic have paid off in two ways gain proficiency with martial weapons so you can now pick up that sword mm-hmm. been, you know you, you, you see your stupid fighter with his stupid sword and you're like i could do that if i wanted to while you're like scribbling diagrams <laughs> trying to figure out how to make a golem to work and then when you attack with a magic weapon you can use your intelligence modifier so strength or dexterity for the attack and damage roll so it's that i like i like that it a is lot. a constant chili lag but intelligence so druids can eat their heart out yeah because suck it. <laughs> no, I like that. Yeah, I like that a lot. Fun. You know, and and I guess that's like the Hexblade version of this because Hexblade allows you to use your charisma instead of your strength or dexterity. So that you know, everyone gets to do it now. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Um, now, Iron Defender. Talking uh, talking about pissing off druids again. It's like, you got a bear? I'm making a bear. No, I, okay. So the the first problem I have with this by third level, the tinkering your free time has born you a faithful companion, Iron Defender. This is a medium construct. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't just build it overnight, though. It, you know, like it, it is you working on it. <laughs> but I had to put down. But how <laughs> do you just have like a cart that you're pushing along behind the rest of the people, <laughs> or like you have like this golem like strapped in to a little hand cart, and people are just like, "What's that?" It's like put a blanket over. It's like it's nothing. Vaguely human shaped blanket. And it's like, Ugh. cool. I mean, that's nothing. I mean, that's just something you have to deal with flavor wise, but. Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, at the end, it does say after the end of a long rest, you can create a new Iron Defender if you have your smith tools with you. Yeah. Don't stick that long. Like it, yeah, and it, but it doesn't cost money to make it. Nope. So you just make a new one, and then you just have the body of this Defender just laying there, and just like, mm, sorry, buddy. Yeah. He's just, I want this one to have diamonds. You just get a bag of holding and just put everything in uh, No, bag of holding. Uh, Portable it, hole? Portable hole, yes, would work. Yeah, there you go. Maybe even a handy Heward's handy haversack. Yeah, a portable hole. You're just like, I liked you. Yeah, I just kick him in. <laughs> he screamed, "This is Sparta! I'm not dead yet." Um, so, uh, it it works very similar to the homunculus. It can move and use its reaction on its own, but the only action it takes on its turn is the dog's dodge action, mm-hmm. unless you use your bonus action, and that's all. I mean, the which the, is the poor artificer just so much bonus action. Yeah, economy in here it, yeah. it, it's got to be stressful for them it's like i don't know what bonus action should do and then i also don't know what action i should do <laughs> it's like just go turret turret <laughs> but 
That's fine. Stand behind it and just repair it. <laughs> yeah, just cast mending on your turret and then just have your turret firing. I'm telling you, man, you're Torborg from Overwatch. You're just a guy sitting back there. You have a turret. You're just whacking it with a hammer. <laughs> I don't think that's how you fix things. It, it is. It okay. sure is. That's how I fix things. Okay, a little uh, Hit it with a kinetic hammer. repair. Hit it with a hammer. So, um, again, you cast mending spell and it regains 2d6 hit spell or hit spells. Hit points. <laughs> really some, good with the spells today. Take a nap when you get home, please. Uh, and then if it died within the last hour, you can uh, use an action to revive it uh, with your smith's tools, and you expend a spell slot, a first level or higher. So, neat. Uh, nothing too crazy. Uh, going over its stats real quick. Medium construct. Mm-hmm. It's neutral. I'm surprised it's neutral. I would have thought they'd be, like, unaligned, or they'd just put, like, a dash through it for something that doesn't have an alignment, but... Right. It's not like it has a mind of its own. No. But whatever. Armor class is 15. Uh, hit points equal to five times your level in this class plus your intelligence modifier. Plus the Iron Defender's constitution modifier. The Humunculus does not get its constitution modifier added to its hit points. But it's only an additional two hit points, so it's not that crazy. No. But, but uh, at third level, that help. makes it at 15 plus, we'll say like a plus three, excuse me, a plus three intelligence, which brings it to 18 plus it's two, so 20 health. Potentially at third level when you first make it. Yeah. You know, enough to make you feel a little a little safer. I guess. Uh, strength 14, dex 12, con 14, intelligence 4, wisdom 10, charisma 6. So it's like a baby shield guardian with those stats. Yeah. Uh, it does have a plus 4 to perception, though, which is nice. It's immune to poison. It's immune to being charmed, exhausted, or poisoned. Uh, it has dark vision, 60 feet, passive perception, 10. Mm-hmm. Passive perception, 10. That's not right. That should be 14, because passive perception is 10 plus your perception modifier. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a missed up or that's what they actually mean. I would think because it gets a perception skill, it should be passive perception of 14. I would think so. Yeah. Well, if it was my player, I would say it's 14. Tweet it. Ask a question. Uh, and it understands the languages you speak. Nothing crazy there. Cool. Now, its abilities are kind of fun. Might of the Master, uh, it gets a couple of bonuses every time that your proficiency bonus increases by one. So, nothing. That same thing as Incunculus. And then it gets vigilant. It can't be surprised. Yeah. It's a really good ability yeah, for but, someone in the party to have, at least. Yeah, but how often? I mean, surprise is an underused. Uh, I surprise you guys all the time. No, you try, but it never works. Well, I keep taking off my pants, and then you guys like, it's, it's no longer surprising if you keep doing <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding yeah i well i mean i tried well when i know someone in the party uh can't be surprised then i try to make sure that i have more situations where there are surprise rounds so they get to feel important like ooh, i'm not surprised suck it bitches <laughs> whereas everyone else is extremely sad because they can't take part in the surprise round right but if no one um like if no one in the party uh has that like vigilant ability then Sometimes I'll do a surprise round just once in a while, but I don't make sure I make a point of utilizing their uh, ability to not be surprised. Okay. So that's why it's underutilized in our current campaign. It's just because no one has an ability to work against it. So if I do it too often, then it just feels like I'm picking on you guys. And I am. Yes, you are. Ooh, it can bite. Go to that. Yeah. uh, It's it's actions, which require your bonus action, so it doesn't take the dodge action. Bite. Really? Not slam? Just bite? So it just like walks up to someone and like, ah. Well, I mean, it's stated earlier that it's usually the shape of an animal or four-legged creature. So I guess it's assuming that it's like an animal. An animal's yeah. primary attack is bite. Resembles a hound, cougar, bear, or another four-legged creature of your choice. Yeah, so that that's the best part. Yeah, I guess I kind of forgot about you that know, when looking at bite. If you're druid, is like, I can turn into a hyena that night. He's making a hyena. Fuck you, I have my own. <laughs> Next time he's like, I'm going to be a bear. Next night he's like, I have a bear myself. <laughs> Just fuck with the druid. But what if I have no mount and I must scream? <laughs> Uh, I mean, this could just easily be like headbutt or something. Uh, It just seems weird that they're calling it bite as opposed to something a little bit more generic like slam. Yeah, I'll give you that. Well, whatever. Uh, It's plus four to hit. Nothing crazy. Uh, Which does increase uh, its chance of hitting every time your proficiency goes up. So by the time you're level 20, that'll be uh, uh, plus eight to hit. Not great, but it's fine. Okay. And then um, it does 1d8 plus 2 piercing damage, and of course that uh, that damage increases based off of your proficiency. So mm-hmm. not a massive amount of damage, but it for a bonus action, 
Sure. And then uh, three times a day it can repair itself. So uh, 2d8 plus two hit points it can repair to itself or to a construct or object within five feet of it. I like that because yeah. it's yeah. just like sits there and it's like, I'm going to work on myself. <laughs> I'm going to spend this action to work on myself. I mean, because you can't use any healing spells on it. Oh, uh, you can cast Mending. Yeah. But, I mean, that takes your action. Whereas you can just use your bonus action to make it take its action to heal itself. And Mending does 2d6. Yep. And so. then it can jump. Yes. Uh, it's reaction. It has a reaction. Defensive Pounce. Whenever um, a creature tries to attack another creature other than the Iron Defender within five feet of the Iron Defender, uh, it can, like, I guess, like, make a, a like a quick, like, faint attack like, against yeah. it. It's just like, ah! You flinch. Like, ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, and it imposes disadvantage on the attack roll. So that's similar to one of the fighter um, fighting styles, where it's, I, I think it's also called Defender, or where it's called Defender, and it imposes disadvantage on their attack rolls, which I never really got to use when I was a fighter, um, because mm. all my people were like, I'm just going to be a wizard. You're the only fighter. You're going to be the front line fighter. It's like, I did not realize this when I uh, made my character. Yeah. <laughs> just, you're a meat shield. Go yeah. up and hit stuff. Yeah. It's like, how am I the only meat shield? I'm a crappy fighter. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the, uh, that's the iron defender. Kind of, kind of a neat thing. I still just want turrets. So yeah. the way to go, baby. Yeah. Uh, at six level, uh, the iron defenders bite attack is now considered magical, which is good. And then, second, when you or your Iron Defender hits a target with a magic weapon attack, you can channel magical energy through the strike to create one of the following effects. You can deal 2d4 force damage, or you can choose a creature or object within 30 feet of the target, and then healing energy flows into the chosen recipient, restoring 2d4 hit points to it. (laughs) Which, and you can do this a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier, and resets on long rest. So basically, you can be like, sick em boy! And then it bites, and then just looks into the druid's eyes, and he heals the druid 2d4 hit points. And it's like, uh, I'm a better wolf than you. <laughs> can you do this? No. <laughs> you can't. Um, Stop uh, it. Yeah, and I mean, it's either you or your Iron Defender hits a target. Mm-hmm. So It just feels like another pseudo-paladin ability, quite yeah. honestly. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I mean... Minor healing, paladin. That's kind of what it's, I think. It's of. like a second level healing word minus the intelligent or the uh, spellcasting ability modifier added onto it. Yeah. So I mean, minor healing makes me think paladin, not so much cleric. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I mean, it it's cool. It's fine. Last but not least, uh, and then fourteenth level, um, you uh, your arcane jolt and our defender become more powerful. Uh, you deal extra damage, and the healing of your arcane jolt increases to 44 instead of 2d4. So again, you're just rubbing into the uh, <laughs> the druid's face like, look at me. Fuck you, druid. I attack and I protect. Mm-hmm. Hey, I did it. <laughs> Does that make me popular? Exactly. Sweet. Uh, and then it also, whenever your iron defender uses its defensive power, so its reaction, the attacker takes force damage equal to 1d4 plus your intelligence modifier. So it's just auto damage. Yeah, which is a great way to bring down Tarasque. <laughs> it's just ah, yeah. <laughs> It'll ah. it might take you a year and a half to do it. That's <laughs> ah, fine. I mean, with a plus five intelligence, that's a uh, six damage every round. So I'm just walking <laughs> behind it and just being like, Boop. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's uh death by a thousand paper cuts. It has like five hundred or something. So that's only. I mean, that's less than a hundred rounds. If that's the only way you're dealing damage. <laughs> Whoever the Iron Defender is for defending is definitely dead. <laughs> you think? So, which that that is the last of the subclass stuff, which yep. brings us on to the Artificer Infusions. I'll be honest, I didn't really look at these too much. <laughs> uh, there's uh, only a couple of new things in here. Uh, you can now enhance a wand, so it does plus one bonus to spell attack rolls, and you can ignore half cover when making a spell attack. And then that increases to plus two at 12 level. Uh, basically, these are just things that the Artificer builds in his free time, and then yep. he can pass it out to his friends. I know what that is. I just didn't yeah. actually... Well, know. I'm letting the adoring audience know. Okay. My, my favorite is still the many-handed pouch. Yes, the many-handed That's pouch, which awesome. shenanigans ensue when you can just info-portation around. Yeah. God, I feel dirty saying that. <laughs> uh, and then another new... Uh, infusion is the repeating shot, which is just a plus one bonus and damage roll uh, for uh, ranged or any simple or martial weapon with the ammunition property. So crossbows, mm-hmm. not longbows. You can ignore uh, loading properties. Uh, you don't require ammunition to shoot it. Ammunition? So, 
Yep. <laughs> uh, doesn't require that to shoot it. Doesn't require ammo. Which is good. Yeah. There you go. Uh, going through the rough paint magic item section, none things new, nothing's nope. changed. And then the last new thing for the artificer. Repulsion shield. Yes, the repulsion shield. Uh, you get a plus one bonus to armor class while wielding the shield, so it's a, basically a plus three shield. Mm-hmm. And um, while holding it, you can use a reaction to immediately, after being hit by a melee attack, push the attacker up to 15 feet away. So they don't get to save or anything, they're just like, boom! Isn't that basically a feat that one of the feats, that, or a shield master or something? Uh, no, not on a reaction, but you do, but you can do like a shield bash to knock them prone. Right, yeah, it's not a reaction, but it's a, it feels like it's got the flavor of something that I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember either. Um, but you can use this reaction, uh, one, uh, every short or long rest, so. That's not bad. It's, it's kind of fun, you know, just, I mean, hey, it's a plus three shield, so. Yeah, I'll, reaction, I'll, I'll take not, that. it's not a bonus action. Hooray! So you, you, you give that to your, to your favorite fighter, and make sure you don't give anything to that stupid druid. <laughs> Make sure you assert dominance when you're killing yeah. people with your little uh, iron defender. Just Taunting stare them him. in the eyes. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Um, realistically, I still only like the turret. I agree. I would still. Iron defender has some cool spells that they get, but I don't want an iron defender. No. Like, I want a goddamn turret. I want my turret. Yeah. I want my turret to need something. Damn it. Yeah. It would definitely, I would still definitely go artillerist. I mean, yeah, it's just too much fun. It, you know, you're going to just piss off some people with that thing. <laughs> yeah. Like you're just hiding behind it and it's just shooting like nonstop and like <laughs> indiscriminately into the crowd. I mean, the mob of enemies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So good flavor. Yep. Some nice new things, but artillerist. Wow. Turret. We talked about that topic for a while. Yeah. Yeah. How long, how long have we been talking? 50. Holy shit. Yep. Should we just leave it at that and talk about pets another day? No. You, I, I assume we won't be talking long about pets until you get an aneurysm and you fall dead. Well, I think we just don't want to go too long. That's all. So. Okay. Let's talk about pets. Okay. Pets suck. Why do pets suck, Chris? Yeah, because number one in our party, everybody's got a goddamn pet. And they're like, and you keep going, oh, do you want a pet? And I'm like, no. I offer it to people. I, I mean, no. you guys are in a big city. If someone no. wants a pet, they can probably find a pet. No. I, you don't have to get a pet. I'm not going to, but... Oh, wait, wait, first. First, make your argument, your opening statement as to why pets suck. I... It's like a... That doesn't sound good. It's like a... It's like ripping off the wizard. Wizard gets a familiar. Familiars don't do much. Familiar is useful, though. It is. It's very useful. Don't get me wrong. But now if you just... It's... The, the familiar, if you're giving already pets, is so watered down. Pe- yeah, pets don't do much. But why have them, then? I mean, okay. So in our fun pa- flavor, in our p- sorry, in, I'll I'll stop interrupting yeah, you. In, you can just talk. In our current wrong, party, though, but you can just- in our current party, we have I don't even know what class he is. I just don't. Um, he's some sort of blood hunter variant. Uh oh, you're talking about the uh, atavist. Yeah, that's just- it's a uh, homebrew class. I'll link it. It's dumb. Uh, you you hurt yourself to deal more damage. Yeah, it's weird. It's a type of blood hunter, I guess. Yeah. Uh, he's, Sorry, I interrupted you. He's got a giant bat. Yeah. Well, I mean that that's from a spell. If that helps. Yeah, but he's treating it basically like a pet. Okay. Okay. It's still a spell from a spell, though. I okay. I'll give you that one. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Prior to the previous campaign, same person had a giant spider as a mount. Again, spell. from a spell. But it's always I'm there. Failing to... It's he wasn't always there. always there. He would just cast it. I mean, it just stays there until you kill it. Our Warforged... If you really didn't like it, you should have killed it. <laughs> okay. Our Warforged... Whatever the... Cleric, who doesn't heal people. Um, Gotta get that cheap shot in. Clerics has, don't have to heal people. It's perfectly fine. If they're in front of you and you're down, I would think Maybe that, you shouldn't be an idiot and run into a mob of enemies. There were two of us in the front and he was with us there were three people that ran forward like it he was behind you guys and he stepped over our dead bodies <laughs> to use the touch stabilized spell. and dying bodies you were stabilized the other guy was dying Anyways, but go on he's got a baby chicken yep yeah it's fun it's flavor why uh our druid has a trash panda that's awesome that should happen I agree with that 100%. That's not even a really a pet. It's kind of part of her. I, I get that. We had, I mean, just going through, I'm missing, I know I'm missing one. Your part-time bard has a uh, uh, kitten tressum, which That's is basically right. a cat with wings. Exactly. 
This is not a pet. <laughs> oh, God. Our idiot fighter who wants to be a wizard has, has squires? Yes, squires. They're not pets. They're, <laughs> they're sentient beings. They are definitely not pets. So let's let's broaden it a little bit. Not pets. Yes, but, but this campaign does have a couple of flavor characters added on. But they don't... I mean... I've told them they are more than welcome to take part in combat, but that means I get to target them. Yes. And all of them have said, I don't think so. Was it, Is this a result of the last campaign that we played where our wizard had Dorora, which was an owl, which she used really well. That was her familiar. And I had Tiny, and everyone was jealous of Tiny, because Tiny was the best shield guardian known to mankind. Uh... My, I don't. They were jealous. I don't. I mean, it just kind of worked. I mean, the uh, the druid came to me. She wanted a trash raccoon, and I said, "Sure." Which is great. Sorry, trash panda. <laughs> trash panda. It's a raccoon, but it's, it's a raccoon. Fun. It's not a trash raccoon. It's a very good raccoon. It yes. steals stuff. Uh, Lots of stuff. It's gonna get us in trouble. Then your Warforged cleric just kind of happened into a a chick. I I I offered him because in Fable you can eat the a a chick to um, raise your evil status. I offered to let him eat the crunchy chick. He said no. So he kept. Apparently, Warforged don't require sustenance. And the uh, the bar just wanted a pet because I guess everyone else had a pet and she was sad. The uh, the, the Atavist casts a spell to have a pet. So he has a pet mm-hmm. that actually does stuff and I can't attack in combat. Right. Um, and then... Uh, the, the squires are great. Yeah, I mean the squires are just. Uh, I mean his, his his character concept was he he wanted to be a knight uh, for the winter court and he wanted to have squires. So you guys have like a couple of like lower CR leveled creatures just kind of following you around and he's training them to be better. Right, but he also wants to be a wizard. Which yes, well he is a wizard. <laughs> God damn it! And what's his current squire? Is it a blood cap? What is it? Uh it's a red cap. Red cap. Rasmataz the red cap. It's just so just murdering everything. So awesomely stupid. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> don't worry, I'll get you a pet too. I'm not. I'll kill it. Um, and that's. I think that's one of the other reasons that you know my previous character left because I was so tempted to have him just start slaughtering pets. I, he wouldn't have. But I don't know. It just seems stupid to me. Okay, it does. Well, I mean, we can go back to the previous campaign where you had a shield guardian as a pet. Yeah, but he was awesome. Okay. He was. So as long as they're awesome, you don't have a problem with them being there. So long as they're yours, you don't have a problem with them being there. Yeah. No. But a baby chick? Really? I... I, A cat? I mean, it's a game of whimsy. No, it's not. Is he going to have a chick in real life? A, a, Mm -hmm. a, A chicken chick in real life? I don't know. I'll is she going to have a cat with wings in real life? No, but she, you know she has a cat. Yeah. Okay, and? Doesn't have wings, motherfucker. Maybe it's because I got four pets right now. I'm like, God, I want to escape. I want, I want to go to a fantasy world. I don't have to have Maybe you're just needlessly grumpy. No, I just... <laughs> Make them feed them. Make them run away. Yeah, it's part of their downtime day cost. Yeah, but is, are people tracking that? I know uh, I am. Uh, yeah, I think most people are. But I mean, it's not like something I'm like, show me your homework. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's mostly just to like, you know, uh, create investment into uh, your character and your, and the city and things like that. And I get it from a flavor standpoint. I do. I mean, it's fun. You know, they do silly things with them and it makes me laugh. It does. Uh, and I spent with my previous character, I spent a long time trying to not kill the trash panda, just utilizing its abilities for my own benefit. And it got me in a lot of trouble. Uh, yeah, so I mean, the trash panda is useful. He was totally useful. I, yeah, he could have been. Told you. He could have been way more useful if the druid didn't threaten to <laughs> kill me every time. I was like, "Hey, I need to borrow your trash panda. <laughs> that raccoon has some skills that I need." No, he won't die. <laughs> and if he does, I know a cleric. Yeah, exactly. Oh wait, but he doesn't help people. Um, so I guess it's maybe just. The, uh, all right, how about this? I don't mind. Number one, it feels like it takes away from a familiar. Number two, it just but seems a familiar actually does does stuff. stuff. Well, so does. I mean, you can see through the eyes of a familiar. You can cast touch spells through uh, the reaction of a familiar. Yeah, our wi- our wi- our no, our druid can make money with our trash panda, and that's awesome. There's too many pets in our campaign. Oh, okay. about that. 
There's just too many of them. There Why are. don't you get your own? I don't want You know one. what? There's going to be a snake in your boot when you wake up in the morning. Oh, God. I don't want one. What? A samurai's not going to have a pet. Yeah, he'll have a... Uh, no. uh, nope. What's a pet of a samurai? I'll find nothing. <laughs> Pseudo dragon. I'll take that. No, uh, I'll just give it away to some small child that looks like it needs a pet. Oh, so you're going to give away the poisonous snake to a small child. He <laughs> just like bites and it's like, oh, well, not my problem. <laughs> I did a good deed. <laughs> it was so happy until it started biting. <laughs> Great, so you're going to give me a poisonous steak. <laughs> untrained, probably, knowing yeah, you. Untrained. I I just don't. Wait, what's a good pet for a half-orc? I could give a you warg. a warg. Yes, yes, you can have a warg. Or an axe beak to ride in on. Yeah, because that, that would go over. dodo board. That would go over great in the city we're in right now. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't know. There's just, there's there's too many. It doesn't. So if there was two of them, would, would you still be complaining about It doesn't add anything to the game except to, like, slow it, it down. adds flavor. Um, How are we slowing down the game? A chick doesn't add flavor. It, it, it adds enjoyment for other people. Fine. The game isn't Great. just about you. Yes, it is. Oh, no, okay. it's not. <laughs> I'll it's check not. with everyone else real quick. It's not. But it's it was a snowball. It was a cascading effect because we had the our druid started off with the raccoon and it was awesome. And then everybody felt the need to get one. It was like the first animal they see. They're like, I want one too. And they just grab it and are like, it's mine. And it's like, really? How about you develop your character first, and then you can have a pet. And don't tell me the pet is part of their character development. It's not. A baby chick should not be hanging out with a Warforged cleric that doesn't heal people. You should. You're really harping on that he doesn't <laughs> heal people. I was, ang- to think I was that- angry for a long time. Before you guys came over, I, I, I was talking to him. I was like, I got to tell you, I was pissed at you for the whole weekend this innocent look like what and i was like and i realized i after i thought about it i was like this is not he's playing the character he wants to play it and the way he wants to play it that's not that is a that is something i need to look at realize that's how he's doing it and accept that because it's not my character it's his character i know this now going in so i need to prep so i bought 12 potions (laughs) i spent all of my money on potions of healing I think that this, uh, the, the podcast is a good therapy session for you. It is. Because, like, you complain about one thing, and then, like, the next day you're like, you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. <laughs> so well, I fully expect you in, like, a couple of days to be like, you I know are- what? I'm, I, I want a pet. No, I already got over it. No, I'm not going to want a pet. And nothing will compare to Tiny. But I'll tell you who is getting angry is our druid, because she's the one doing all the healing. Even she's starting to get a little bitter about it. So Just don't heal then. Done. Yeah. And then, all right, that's why I bought 12 potions of <laughs> healing. Cover, you know what? I know now. I know this, and I'm done. But you know, when his chick dies, I'm not gonna care. The giant bat thing, weird. But I get it. It's a spell. We'll leave that alone. The panda thing's cool. I didn't realize the cat was even there. I just think I just blocked that out. Well, she doesn't. I mean, it's it's just really it's just flavor for her. I mean, she has a little cat that sometimes on her downtime days she tries to teach how to do things. Cool. I guess whatever. Well, that's just my thought on pets. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm 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 sorry that you hate fun. It has nothing to do <laughs> with fun. Although I do have to tell you, talking about things that add "quote unquote" flavor, I am glad that I am leaving for Florida tomorrow uh, because I'm not looking forward to spending an entire session uh, where they basically decorate a house. Because you know, you know tomorrow's. So my old character. Managed to finagle getting a house, but he couldn't own the house. So he had this house signed under the name of the character whose race could buy the house. Is this making sense? Yes, a a fae had to own the house. Yeah, so he did that, and the 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 character's name is Sir William, who we call Billy, was just like, Woohoo, I have a house. I'm like, "Eh, not really. (laughs) Because. You own it, but the deal we made was I have free run of it, and it's basically mine. And I don't think he quite got that. Well, that character's gone now for a number of reasons, and now he's like, I have a house. And now, so one of our other characters, and it's not the character, the other other player, spent time on whatever program she has and literally did interior decorating for the house. So I have a feeling that's what they're going to be spending a large majority of the next session on. I am not heartbroken that I'll be missing that. I think you are. Deep down inside. That blackened, crispy little heart of yours. It I, I, beats sadness. Yeah, I, I have a feeling there's actually going to be like fabric patches that they're going to go through, like on the little ring. 
and be like, ooh, this would look nice. Good, I'll take a nap tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. And then I'll wake up and they'll be like, how much is this fabric? I'm like, I don't know, five gold. Five a- gold. <laughs> five gold roll. I was like, how much is a roll? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> how much are these curtains? Two gold. Oh, fine, great. What if I want them to block the sun? Ah, ah throw an extra gold on that. Ah, no. <laughs> Blackout curtains. I'm not sure. So, yeah. Anyways, just cast darkness on them. It's fine. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's it for today. Yeah. Uh, as usual, you can go to our website. And dump wait, stat- wait, 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 what, what, wait, 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 wait! I have to say something in defense of pets. They, as my dog on the floor snores, you're a crotchety old man. That's all. <laughs> you can always visit us at dumpstatadventures.com. You can follow us on Twitter at stat underscore dump. Yes. Yay, I got it. We have a Reddit, which is uh, dump underscore stat. <laughs> Just to make it more confusing. And if you really like everything that Steven does, because according to him, he does everything, you can support us on Patreon. That would be lovely. Yeah, it really would. Because, you know, support us on Patreon, because our wives are only going to support this for a certain amount of time before they get annoyed. So just a buck. Yeah, $20 a year. That's great. Anyways, don't want to sound desperate, but please pay us. Um, So that's it. So everybody have a good couple weeks, and we'll see you soon. Steven, say goodbye. (laughs) Oh, God. That's aneurysm. Oh, God. He's down. I'm now the host. (laughs) Never mind. I heard someone else was the host besides me.